Movie Hour, episode 148, September 8, 2011. The following episode contains swearing and a fair amount of spoilers. Exercise caution. Good evening, everyone. You have once again stumbled upon Tim Ross Honey Bunny Movie Hour. I'm your host, Greg Maloney. Tonight, I am joined by co-host, Brother James. Welcome back to the show, brother. How's it going? It's going well. It's going well. As uh, you may have noticed already, Jeff will not be joining us tonight due to his balls recently being removed. But in lieu of that, we have two other heroes here today. Frequent guest hosts, Josh and Mr. Josh. Welcome back, guys. What up, crackers? <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, Mr. Josh being a... Uh, a Michigander, just like James and I, and uh, Josh being our our friend out out west in California. I think Josh, from now on, we may have to call you Dean for the, the fine. show. Butcher of Bakersfield was also being thrown in the mix. I don't <laughs> know. We were actually wondering what were the what were the so, like you're a teacher. We everyone knows this. It's on your blog. We you know it's right. on, on Wiki. Um, what's but what uh what classes do you teach? Uh chemistry. Chemistry. Classes? Just chemistry. Or okay. we learn about chemistry. Okay, I wasn't sure. I was rooting for a little alliteration with the biologists of Bakersfield, but you have let me down. Um, I yeah. do have I do have a quick uh, pop quiz for Mr. Josh, which we'll, we can just call Josh for the rest of the show. Josh, I am, I am dying to tell you, I'm trying to wrap up tons of DVDs on my Netflix queue. There was a movie I hadn't had yet. I need to get a hold of. One of your favorite actors is in it, and it's here at my house right now. You get one guess. If you get it, you're my favorite person of the show. What DVD do I have at my house Oh my God! One of my favorite actors. Your favorite actor is that only you would like. Wow! Can I guess on what is the actor is? David Hasselhoff. Is it something James Woods related? That's what I would guess. Maybe. So I go with that. Uh, As your conciliary, I would say go with the James Woods. Let me think of the James. The hard way. Close. I know what it is. Josh does know what it is. Video drone. Town. Video drone. Video Digstown. <laughs> Digstown's good. The problem yeah, is Digstown's a, a decent movie. Videodrome is not all that great, but it's no. it's got some great effects. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just I remember waking up. We watched that, and I was like falling asleep during it, and uh, I kept waking up, and just completely random shit was happening. Like somebody was pulling a gun out of his stomach or something like that, <laughs> and I went back to sleep, and like ten minutes later, I woke up, and some other crazy shit was happening. It was awesome. Yeah, that's not a movie to watch, you know, either high or. <laughs> Just thinking, am I dreaming? Like, yeah. somebody pinched me. Am I awake? Like, I'm pretty sure people were like laying on the couch giggling, and <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, video drone people, check it out. Netflix is probably your best way. I think it's streaming on Netflix too, which, by the way, I've canceled. Um, which checking in, checking in, Josh, have you canceled your uh, stuff? I know jo- uh, Dean hasn't, but Mr. Josh, have you canceled your Netflix? Are you still? You know what? I I had a disc out. I had the town for like four months and forgot to return it. So. They charged. Well, I didn't think I could. I could cancel it if I still had the discount. So. Oh yeah. If you cancel, they won't stop the billing until you return the the. Yeah. Date. So I figure I'll just uh, do it sometime this month and then gotcha. cancel. So. The yeah, one other. The other. Keep uh, giving them your money. Yeah. Just keep pouring it out. You're canceling too, the whole I, thing, or just yeah, the disservice? No, just the disservice. I'll take the yeah. video. It's Although just, I did hear that they lost stars yep. recently. Yeah. True, True story. It's ridiculous. Um. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's interesting. half my daughter's watching schedule there. Uh, the one thing I should mention, by next week, before we do the next podcast, the Detroit Lions are going to be 1-0 and playing Sunday. I am a new Lions fan. I am so pumped for the Tampa Bay going down on Sunday. I just want to point that out. Detroit Lions will be 1-0. I'm claiming it right now, Vic- victory. Matt Stafford is going to shit on everybody's graves. It's going to be great. Uh, second thing. Nice. <laughs> it isn't very nice. We had the chicken cookout last weekend. For people that don't know, it's the greatest thing in the world where we cook 30 chickens and eat them all one by one. And I just want to say anybody that's actually listening and participated, it was the best thing ever. Thank you for being there. And Josh, both of you Joshes were Sorry. Missed. very missed, very, very dearly missed. But I'm, I missed the company as well. We, we did have a Lyle sighting, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, Holy moly, he's alive. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was nuts. I stumbled into a bar and found him. It was great. <laughs> True story. I remember that. That was at the Hamlin Pub, wasn't it? No, I'm talking about just this weekend before oh. the party. Like, oh, you got to show up tomorrow to the party. It was very. We, we ran into yeah. him randomly at Hamlin Pub one time too. 
Apparently, he just goes to every bar in the United States, yeah. and you're likely. We around. think he lives in Ohio, but actually, he's just frequently <laughs> bars and just saying, Buffalo. "Yeah, I'm in town." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, can I just say that the ch- chicken cookout has started a downward spiral of gluttony for me? I've just been pigging out like crazy ever since. Atta boy. So I had the chicken cookout. The next day, we cooked steaks. I had one and a half steaks and two baked potatoes. Yeah, that was sick. That was <laughs> the next day. <laughs> sick. <laughs> the next day, I Did had you shit uh, a cow. <laughs> pretty much. Next, I had a d- double cheeseburger, five guys, and an entire large pizza for dinner. Oh my! Well, I mean, during the day, I had a burger for lunch, pizza for dinner, and then today I had a uh, tenant sub at. Uh, Penn Station, and then like a half a pizza today. So I am just out of control right now. What percentage Jeez. of your body weight would you say is grease right now? Yeah. Um, are you talking about more compared to normal or just, you know, right just now? overall. Because right? he's usually at 70%. Yeah, I'm usually <laughs> at a good 70. So this, it might not be too surprising when I say, you know, like 88. So. Oh, my God. Wow. Sounds you need good. a bowl of colon blow. I guess <laughs> oh, oh I do. Oh, and with that, let's move on. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to bring up, which is probably the the biggest news ever. Not really. Uh, Eddie Murphy being announced by uh, our illustri- illustrious Academy will be hosting the Oscars this year. Kind of interesting. You, oh yeah. Kind of interesting. What's what's what Billy Crystal wanted it out too, and they shit on him this year or something like that. Is they, that what I? They always shit on Billy Crystal. That's pretty much. If he wanted it, and they turned him down, they're idiots. That's he's probably, like been the most recent, like actually successful one. Yeah. Most recent, actually successful one that hosted the Oscars. Correct. Yeah. Like he's the last, probably the last person who did a good job. Right. I, and God knows he's never getting an like an Oscar, so he's probably yeah, a good person. Exactly. To I have. Thought, wasn't John Stewart right after Billy Crystal? I thought he did. Yeah. Good. Well, but most people didn't like it. Like I didn't mind him. I actually didn't mind Dave when he did. It. He was kind of awkward, but right. But uh, yeah, most people don't think that was a successful outing. Motherfucker. Anyhow, Eddie Murphy. He's going to say, I'm going to go on record as saying he's going to say something that's going to be way out of line and controversial or something. Eddie Murphy? Yeah, he's going to fuck up. You mean like, yeah, I agree. You mean I like, disaster kind of controversial or you're a swap kind of controversial? What was the first choice? Save the whales kind of controversial. Oh, no, no. Like, to like, should be its own controversial. More like, I insult that person there way too much or like, kind of like, uh, what's his face did from the office, but. Like Ricky Gervais, three times yeah, is a bad, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Gervais was yeah. awesome. Do I we? Agree. Do, that's what we want to see, though, right? Like, do you think people are going to tune in for the train wreck, or do you think people like, if you're the if you're the Academy, you pick Eddie Murphy? Are they picking him because they think he's going to be funny? They think he's just going to pull in viewers because he's sort of like a, I don't know, um, not a. It's not because he's black, but, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's what you want to say. I mean, like. People, they know that it's going to draw attention because Eddie Murphy's just sort of more of a controversial guy. Yeah, they're trying to pull in viewers and they think it's funny. They don't yeah. think it's going to be the train wreck. It's a gimmick, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause, yeah. And I and I love Eddie Murphy, you know, with the whole Beverly Hills Cop and all, But I think that Eddie Murphy's <laughs> dead. We're going to get the Eddie Murphy of Shrek and the Nutty Professor. And right. I'm Eddie just, Murphy did kind of die out. I agree. I'm just not convinced he's going to be the guy I want to see. But. Are, you, uh, are you an avid Oscars fan, Josh? No, I despise the Oscars. I... So you won't be tuning in regardless. Well, you know what? It it may actually coerce me to you know, <laughs> oh. watch at least just a few minutes to they see. Won you over with Eddie Murphy? Well, I, I'm going to see. Watch like the I YouTube highlights afterwards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably say I'll watch it, not watch it, and then just scour the internet for highlights afterwards. Scott, so. I spend my whole time on the internet, anyways. I'll find everything. But there's yeah. uh, I to say Josh was a a bigger. I don't know. A bigger enemy of the the uh, the Oscars than you and Jeff are. Really? Oh god, yeah. Interesting. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about that later that, on. I mean, that could be a whole show. Yeah, yeah it really could. <laughs> Oscars, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think like I I haven't watched the Oscars in a long time. I equally I, well, apparently I do not equally despise them, but it's uh yeah, putting Eddie Murphy on board doesn't exactly sign me on. And I'm curious, like last year. You got the feeling that they were just trying to draw in the the younger audience with uh, Hathaway and uh, Franco, Franco, James. I was gonna call him James, and that just seemed. Give it, boy. And I don't know, like this. Hathaway is, did this good. Is, Franco was awful. Though. Yeah, this like he seemed disinterested the entire time. Like why? Why am I here? Half of that good was for him. comparing yeah. him to what's your face, but the other half right. was just yeah. And uh, yeah, I just don't. 
I don't know who they're targeting. Like, it does seem like maybe what you guys said, it's just a gimmick. They think he's going to draw in stuff because he's just sort of a dramatic guy. And I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. See how it turns out. So that that's that. The, the next thing I wanted to get to, uh, we, we wanted to tell everybody a little bit about the movies that were coming out throughout the year we're sort of doing a perspective on what's 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 on its way and what you guys what we're interested in really um i don't want to say what we're interested in seeing or what we want you guys to see but we're going to talk about a few of the highlights um or lowlights that are on the way but before we get to that we want to do, i want to do some movie reviews i caught scott pilgrim versus the world and you're gonna have to wait on that one because we're gonna go with josh's movie review first because it's so fantastic he was telling me about it earlier on the show sorry dean not mr josh but dean yeah. Dean, uh, you caught a movie, right? Yeah, it's not that good, though. You're lying. Oh, okay. Uh, I watched this movie called Panic, uh, which came out in 2000, directed by some guy, uh, Henry Bro- uh, Henry Bromel, I guess is his name. I thought you should have just left it there. At some uh, yeah, I love some guy's work. He's great. Dude, he's the executive producer of, get this, Northern Exposure. So Nice. That's awesome. Did you ever see the intro to that show? It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so the reason I watched this movie is because it was uh, streamable on Netflix, and I saw that uh, William H. Macy, Jim's boy, William H. Macy, was in it. Uh, so I decided to, to go ahead and get a hold of it and stream it. Uh, turned out, like, he was the only guy that I knew was going to be in it. Turned out to have an uh, like a star-studded cast. So William H. Macy was in it. John Ritter ended up being in it. Uh, Donald Sutherland is in it. And Nev Campbell is also in it. She was actually looking uh, pretty good in this, despite her... Uh, despite her aging years but uh anyway so it's basically william h macy's the uh he's the main character and it's very like if you've seen gross point blank it's a lot like that movie actually um william h macy's a professional killer uh kind of under the tutelage of his father who started like their family business i guess you could say is is they kill people and uh, the whole movie is about William H. Macy's struggle with this. Like, he kind of wants to get out of it, and he ends up talking to uh, John Ritter, who's a psychologist, about it. And uh, his father gets pissed off at him because he's telling this guy all of his, see all of the, like, the family secrets and stuff like that. And so he tries to have William H. Macy kill John Ritter uh, to kind of get rid of him. And uh, so it's. Turns out he do... did. No, sorry. Uh, no, actually, uh, he ends up not killing John Renner to sort of ruin the movie. But uh, anyway, so the, it gets into like a lot of the psychology, like uh, William H. Macy's trying to get out, but there's pressure from his father, and his father's kind of always been this big hulking uh, figure in the past, and it goes into some of the past and stuff like that. Uh, and then the uh, kind of the turning point of the movie is William H. Macy's son, um, his father, Donald Sutherland, ends up like it, it becomes clear that Sutherland's plan for his grandson, William H. Macy's son, is to pull him into the family business. And that's kind of the last straw for William H. Macy. And uh, I'm totally going to ruin the end of the movie here. Uh, so earmuffs if you don't want to hear. <laughs> Not, uh, don't do it. William H. Macy goes over to Don Sutherland's house and uh, pops a cap in his ass, I think is how you say it, if you're a gangster. No shit. Yeah. He kills, kills his, his dad. Own, kills his own dad. <clears throat> For the safety so, of his son, though, we can all relate. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we can. And, Each uh, one of us. It was, I don't know, you know, I kind of enjoyed it. It's not very well done, but I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of the dialogue was kind of uh, Is this not strictly mat- drama? Not mature. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much drama. And actually the best, I would say probably the best acting job in the movie is William H. Macy's son. Uh, I don't know the name of the kid that played him, but uh, he, the kid's probably like seven years Sammy? old. And he was a better actor than everybody else in the movie, pretty much. David his Dorfman. Name was, I think his name was Sammy in the movie, yeah. Yeah, David Dorfman. <laughs> so known he was my favorite such, part. Such as Panic. Yeah, if you're known for Panic, there's <laughs> you got a, you got a lot of room to grow. I just want to point way. out on the Nev Campbell aging aging. <laughs> She's 27 in this movie, dude. Like, like <laughs> whatever, man. Dude. She's really let herself go. Like, 27 yeah. years old. Not bad for 27. <laughs> she was looking good in this movie, dude. She was looking good. Oh, and a girl enough. It was the it was the first thing I now looked up. Not in high school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. You know me. You know me. That was an excellent review, actually, Josh. I don't think I'm anywhere near that. Uh, yeah. Uh, prepared. Greg tried to read dead people or dead. that would be uh, as per usual where did it fall short josh where did it fall short uh you know the the dialogue 
Uh, it was a little bit, like I said, it's just the dialogue wasn't mature. Uh, it was, I think it tried to be a little bit more than it was. It tried to get into the psychology and like they were flashbacks from the past and stuff like that that just didn't work very well. Gotcha. That, gotcha. that was its pitfalls. But the cast was awesome uh, and the kid was awesome. That was about it. Cool beans, I would, man. I wouldn't recommend you spend, I don't know, an hour and a half or whatever it was on it. And we're not going to spend it, we're not going to spend another minute talking about it either. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. So, uh, the movie I caught, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and a little more recent, 2008, I believe, uh, was the actual the actual year. No, 2010, even more recent than that. Um, and this movie, man, I've got so much to say, I don't even know where to start. Uh, so the the story is based on uh, a manga series, the Scott Pilgrim. There's six volumes of it. And the movie ended up being Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, but all the series have different names. And the series was created by a Canadian, so this story is based on like a 20-something Canadian slacker named Scott Pilgrim. And it's about, the story follows him and his relationship with uh, this girl that he meets, Ramona Flowers, and how he pretty much has to pretty much fight Ramona's seven evil exes, which everyone probably remembers from the trailers. But there's a lot of relationship in between like him struggling on like finding out who he is and what, how he's going to get through this relationship with Ramona. And that's, uh, I, I haven't read the, the comic series, but, um, I was doing a lot of research on it and I, like, it seems like they missed a lot of the relationship stuff in the movie, which I guess we'll get to now the movie itself. You end up seeing, <clears throat> get introduced to Scott Pilgrim and he's part of a band. He's in, he's in Canada, 20 something. And he's living with a, uh, a gay, his gay roommate Wallace, who is played by one of the Calkins. He's the Calkin from uh, Igby Goes Down. I forget his wow. name. Wow, Karen. Yeah, he's great. I, I'm, I loved him in Igby Goes Down. He's great in this movie too. That's one giant plus to it, out of order. But you should, you should see it for him alone. He's kind of a funny guy. So, uh, Michael, Michael Sarah plays Scott Pilgrim, which, um. He does a decent job, but the more I had read about the original, like the character from the comic, it just doesn't seem like he fits. I think he was picked just because, you know, Michael Sarah is the, the name, the hot button. Yeah, the hot button of the, the year. But uh, so he's uh, you get introduced to him. He's in this band. He ends up meeting. He ends up getting a relationship with a really young. Uh, he's like 23 and he gets in a relationship with a high schooler. And that's like where you're introduced to him. And then he runs into Ramona Flowers and starts getting this whole situation of, okay, what is he going to do with his old girlfriend? He wants to get with Ramona. What's she going to do? She's really cool. He's not. And them moving through this really strange, the landscape and the feel of the movie is where this movie becomes special. Like you've seen it in the trailer where this movie, while you're watching it, you do not forget at all one t- one second that it's from a comic. There are graphics and sound effects and just anything they could think of to make this feel more like a comic they put in it. And it's it's a, it's really up my alley because a lot of it has pretty much Star like arc. No, I wish I Star Wipes. <laughs> I wish. A lot of it has video game origins. Like even in the comic itself, uh, the um, the actual comic series, there are just video game references everywhere. Apparently, even in the the series, there are um, times where people would like he would defeat one of the evil axes and they would explode into like rabbits and foxes and it's just a giant Sonic the Hedgehog uh, <laughs> reference. It's just there are things like that throughout the movie that are it's right up my alley. This is like the perfect thing. Movies and video games, sign me on. This is great. I'm totally involved. And I did like that part of the movie. It makes it completely different. I haven't seen a movie like it. And the director, Ed- Edgar Wright, did a great job with it. I think he probably was probably the most successful person in this movie. He, uh, he also directed hot fuzz, Shaun of the dead and the don't trailer from grindhouse death proof. If you need any more uh, credentials, cause those are all, uh, I think great movies. And the thing is, even though I liked all that and reading through all the original material, or at least the, um, a lot of the synopses, I've get a feeling that they just try to fit way too much information in this movie and they skip a lot of the relationship parts of the Ramona Flower Scott Pilgrim, which they sort of had to. And there's also um, throughout the movie, what I what I also really liked about it was anytime Scott Pilgrim had like an epiphany about how he was going to get through the relationship or how he was going to become a better person, they get 
he would get pretty much a superpower. Like during the movie, he like he realizes that he needs to be more self-confident about who he is and these people love him. And he gains like the sword of self. I don't even remember what it's called, but he pretty much gets a sword when he realizes it. And he gets a one up when he realizes something else. Like there's all these weird things happening and I find it hilarious and intriguing in, in the same, same tone. And I, I really, I like that part of the movie, but it just felt watching it that you missed a lot of the story and it didn't all make that much sense going together. The one last thing I'd mention is there are six volumes to this series, the comic series. The sixth one, the last one, which wraps up the series, wasn't out when the movie came out. This was actually optioned before that happened. Mm. And so they had to make up their mo- their own ending for the, the movie. And it's uh, you get a feeling that some of it, they had like some of the information, but not all of it. And uh, yeah, it might have cost them a little bit on that end. But um, I'm really, this is another one where I'm really interested in reading the series now. I, um, I saw the... The sort of I did the same thing with the Watchmen. When I saw the Watchmen, I went immediately watched the graphic or read the graphic novel, and I'm I'm interested in catching the series. So if Jarv's listening, Jarv, I'm coming your way because I'm sure you've got this stuff, and maybe I'll find it online. One of the two, but um, I think I don't know in terms of actors and actresses. Yeah, um, a lot of people in this. Yeah, like Michael Sarah, um, Ellen Wong plays the the young girl, which I don't know what else he's in, but yeah, Karen Culkin is a great job. Anna Kendrick plays his sister. Who's not in it all that much, but she does a pretty good job. Uh, Marie, Marie, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead plays Ramona Flowers. I soon to be Mary Todd Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln Vampire. Yeah, she does it like I don't know. She does a <laughs> decent job. Like the one thing that bothers me about the like the other characters and part of it from just bl- being lost from the comic translation is just there are all these superpowers that you're supposed to understand people have, and it's it just doesn't translate over to the movie and it's it's kind of really interesting where it's almost like it's doing everything the, the i think the magic part of this movie is where it's trying to do everything like tongue in cheek but at the same time it's almost it's like it's walking the perfect line of being serious and tongue in cheek at the same time where you just can't decide what they're trying to do and i i think it's actually works it's it's pretty amazing and uh yeah i i there it's pretty funny too i like the movie I could have been better. Just it seemed like it just tried to do way too much. Maybe sort of like the Watchmen. But... How is uh, Mae Whitman in this? Curious, curious on that one. May she Whit- played, played Roxy Richter. She's she's only in it for a little bit. She's the, okay. is she the one that's from uh is she always is she also in Arrested Development? Is that who yeah, that is? She's yeah, she's Anne. She's Anne. That's what I. I that's she's what also it was. the voice of the main girl. She plays one of the exes. Avatar. Yeah, she plays one of the evil exes, and she ends up. I don't know. You know. Like she does a good job for what she what she gets to do. She's she, in the, the, she the gets TV two minutes. She gets two now, minutes. So, so. I'm curious if she is any good or not. Right. Right. Um, yeah, she doesn't do a bad job at all. But you don't get you don't get to see much of her. Um, you do get to see uh, Jason Schwartzman as the the number one bad guy. And again, he's not in it all that much either. But decently funny. It's a uh, yeah. The one thing I would recommend. I ended up watching it on my laptop. And this is oh a special God. effects movie. I would, right. it, I like the sounds and everything. Watch it on the big screen if you can, and you know, put the kids to sleep early, Josh, and you'll you'll be able to catch it. It's pretty, pretty interesting. But would you, uh, if you could, would you make out with Ramona Flowers? Do you think? Probably, yeah. I'd make out with Ramona Flowers, especially if she has okay. the superpowers that she has in you know, this movie. It could be well, yeah, we're assuming that everything's the same, so. Right. Yeah, yeah, and she dyes her hair a different color every week. I don't know if that's something something you'd be into. I'm totally down with that. Yeah, okay. okay, cool. I like colored hair. Anyhow, there's two actors who play superheroes in that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, recommend, I'd recommend catching it for anybody, you know, wants want to see something different and anybody that definitely would want to see anything comic-related. It's I think it did a good job, and I, I guess, you know, it just suffered from just being too niche, too, like in terms of being popular when it came out. I didn't see it when it came out, and... It did seem interesting, but I never caught it. But anyhow, that's enough about that. That's enough about that. We have to. We have a lot to talk about. Let's go through a, a couple of things here. <clears throat> so we were looking. I we were talking about this before the show and how we want to discuss the movies coming out pretty much from now till the end of the year. And I just got more and more pissed off when I kept looking at what was being released. And I was thinking to myself, okay, well, I don't want to talk about too many movies. And so it's been. I have a good idea how to do it. Okay, tell me, tell me how you'd like to do it. You name the movies that are gonna come out, and I'll just say awesome or shit. Okay, I like be that. how we do it. 
I like that. Um, I'm not going to go through every movie like that for you, but whatever ones I bring up, feel free to say it's shit. You, you got that. <laughs> you got that chance. I will I mention. Gonna, I was going to do that regardless of whether it was okay. Like, I will mention, like after going through the list, the only one that like I'm definitely going to see where I can be like, you know what, I'm going to see that at theaters. Was doesn't come out till November 23rd. To give you an idea, like it was just that bad. Like wow, okay. Awful. Is it time to put on makeup? No, it's not. <laughs> He did. He totally missed that. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're talking about the Muppets, right? Yep. 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 It's time to meet. Them. Time to light the lights. Yeah, I got you. Um. Anyhow, so that, so that wasn't it. Okay. No, it is the Muppets. It is the Muppets. Oh, okay. Um. But, anyhow, I I've been talking for a while. Let's have someone else start. James, you're the you're the the man here. So any movie any movie that whatever you want to talk about anything i'll leave it up to you coming up till the next of the next of the the year what do you want to what's interesting like jane's journey you know about jane yeah. goodall i was thinking i saw the thing and every time i th- think about it i think about how i was wrong now and i get pissed <laughs> off too i uh what are you I, talking about you were I, wrong about what every time i joke around about like the greatest human accomplishment i say jane goodall <laughs> being accepted into silverback society but that wasn't jane goodall jane goodall was the chimpanzee girl who who was the silverback? Diane Fossey, I think. Diane Fossey, yeah. So yeah. I was wow. wrong this entire time. Diane Fossey has done the greatest human achievement of all time. Being you're like in a, so you're like way less funny now that we've discovered that. I know. <laughs> oh, it's way worse. So no, I don't think the Jane Goodall pseudo documentary will be that interesting. But if you want to talk about it, I'm up for it. I think it's uh, pretty no, cool. Uh, the one I was going to bring up actually is the Ides of March. I don't know if you. Saying. Yeah, about this one. George well, and- uh, comes out October seventh. Um, yeah, it's a looks like a political thriller, uh, basically about a guy played by Ryan Gosling, who's kind of the campaign manager, and some evidence comes to light about his his uh, his horse he has in this race, and about whether or not he wants to switch teams or you know turn in the information that sort of thing. It looks kind of interesting. The cast looks amazing. It's got Clooney, it's got Gosling. It's got Paul Giamatti, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Marissa Tomei, everybody in my wheelhouse, basically. Um, Clooney directs it, which is kind of interesting. I've, uh, I think I've seen one or two of his movies that he's directed. And both uh, enjoyed both of those. But uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting. Kind of seems like it might be a morality tale and a kind of a morally bankrupt profession. Are are you really a, a Gosling fan? Like, I know he was in Blue. No, he's the weak link in okay. that. For me. I was gonna say, I was like, okay, just want to make sure, get it on record. All no, right. no, got it. Yeah. So Jim has no boy, it sounds like. <laughs> no yeah, boys I, involved. No boys. I'll get on Giamatti or Seymour Hoffman or Clooney I think, or Tomei, I but... think Giamatti was claimed by Jeff. If not, I'm going to save it for Jeff, because uh, if you were here, Jeff would be probably yeah, all that, over it. Since I'm the only one with a woman, can I just claim Marissa Tomei then? <laughs> Add her to my, my stable. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, I, I had... I saw this. I've actually pretty much went through like every trailer for the movies that are coming out from here to then. If I didn't know about it and taking a look at it, okay. I'm I'm a huge Clooney fan, and it looked interesting. But again, like when I was looking through these, I'm just like I'm not like it seemed like it was just the last political thriller I watched. Is sort of what I felt like. Like okay, this is so right. it's not it's not Clooney, and is it like to me Clooney's element is like that sly comedy. Sh- like you had, no, you know, this is straight like drama. I okay. believe Clooney is the the candidate. That uh, Gosling's representing in the beginning. Does that sound right, Craig? Yeah. You saw the trailer. Yeah. So it's very straight. Uh, there's nothing. Boo. Yeah. Boo. I'm. I'm not. I don't think I mentioned. Although GMI, like the cast sounds. Yeah, the cast is what like makes me interested about it. So. So while you're seeing that, if if I'm gonna see anything that weekend, I'm gonna be getting drunk and I'm gonna be seeing Real Steel. I think Josh <laughs> will be in on this with me. I don't know if Josh <laughs> has heard anything about this at all. Oh, we absolutely. Oh, He's seen the trailers all over the place. Oh, thank Robot you. boxing, yeah, sport it, of the future. It's okay. perfect. <laughs> Isn't this like what happened to Hugh Jackman? Does he not have enough money? Like you see that. <laughs> I know. The movie is supposed to be Hugh Jackman was a contender and then got cut off early because robots became the thing for boxing yeah. and. It just looked like a bad dream, and I was I was just amazed that I'm sure you know it's gonna make billions, and it looks it looks fantastic. I probably could uh couldn't you know make these computer graphics myself. It might take they so should have called it Rock and Sock and Robots. Man. They really should have. They really <laughs> they, they at least would have gotten some nostalgia fans to show. <laughs> yeah, it's um I don't know. Everybody loves Hugh Jackman. I don't understand the logistics of it. I mean, it just seems like you're 
sucking all the drama out of it by putting machines in right it's, it's humans. is it yeah this is what we got into instead of making rocky we're gonna make people behind rocky making the yeah. robots fight like they pretty much make it where the robot that they're rooting for that they like pick up is a uh it's like a targeting dummy so it doesn't really know how to fight it just knows how to take punches right. and they're like tra- training it to be better <laughs> <laughs> take, the, take more hits <laughs> that's awesome the, you know the, this honest like here i didn't know anything about this until you brought it up but it really makes me want to turn building robots and having them box into a real live sport like, <laughs> it's probably i want to do this now. patented or copyrighted or something now didn't they do that in one show or they had like robot like wheeled robots going like around, battle like, bots. Yeah. yeah but that's that's like that's they like had saws robot. and stuff they had uh yeah, that's what? stupid. Robots that look like people, man. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Like people and bleed out people. And you put gloves on them and shit. Like, awesome. <laughs> what if a robot that turns into a building? <laughs> <laughs> I want robots that do my chores. Uh, I'm serious. I'm total. I'm totally gonna check that out. Um, the one, but actually, I was there was one movie I. I did say the one I was definitely going to see was November, which is the Muppets, which I'll get to. But the one that actually interests me a little bit was a little bit of a different role, I would say, for Mr. Uh, Brad Pitt himself was Moneyball. I'm sure you guys have seen the trailer for this. It's yeah. pretty much the, the pseudo real story of uh, the Oakland A's manager pulling in the system of just doing baseball by math. And you've got Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill starring, and you've got uh, Robin Wright and Philip Seymour Hoffman, again, another Hoffman sighting um, in one movie. And it's just Brad Pitt playing like the coach in, in this thing, even though he's not the coach, he's the general manager trying to put a team together and get things off the ground. But it's your usual story of shitty team finding success with Jonah Hill being the comedic comedic uh, sidekick and Brad Pitt playing your, your coach person. And it's, you know, it's been done a million times, but I found it interesting that Brad Pitt's doing this like it. Uh, I, was just I feel saying, like this movie is made for like the the fantasy football and fantasy baseball players of the world. It's just okay. Here's a new kid on the block <laughs> going in doing what he wants to do, you know, because we always second guess the coach, you know, and what they should do. And right. okay, we have our own team, it, you know. It's it's it almost like gives the second guessers validation. It's like okay, here's for all you Monday morning quarterbacks who think you, you know, yeah, but you it also, do it better. This guy did it better. It you know? This guy does it all by the numbers though too. So it's the guy. Right. That, only picks his players by rankings that everybody hates. Like, oh, he just picks yeah. the dude based on ranking, no matter what. I don't care who's available. I'm picking him at. If he's five, I'm taking it. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just seem. What's the the theme here is actors that could do whatever the fuck they want doing stupid movies. Brad Pitt, Hugh Jackman. Let's let's see who else we can. Philip Seymour Hoffman's on this too. But Val Kilmer's got to be. How on about that list. how about Adam Sandler <laughs> doing dual roles? Your favorite, Craig? No way. He plays two people. Oh, yeah, please. Jack and Jill, a guy and a girl. That's oh, fantastic. Brother, God, brother sister combo. That's, what movie is that? It's fantastic. It's called Jack and Jill. Yeah, it oh comes out November God. 11th, and it looks awful. I don't know why he's doing it. And can I just say, I think he's slowly becoming my nemesis. Really? He's listen- terrible. Well, just listen to this list of romantic co-stars that he's got. I mean, Katie Holmes is the romantic co-star for Jack and Jill, which she's cute, whatever. But the last, I don't know. Just throw, eight or so. Throw a whatever for Katie Holmes. Yeah, yeah right. I did pretty much. All right. Jennifer Aniston, Selma Hayek, Manuel Shriki, Kate Beckinsale, Jessica Biel, Courtney Cox, Az Vega, <laughs> Krista Tomei. She wait, wait, wait. Dead. Shouldn't Drew Barrymore be on that list? Right, yeah, I get I'm it. Not a, I'm not a big Drew Barrymore fan, so that one. No, I hate her. That's why I'm saying. Yeah. Like, as soon as you hit that, it was just game she, over. She is in that mix, too. I mean, she also has, you know, or he also has some older cuties, but uh, yeah, it's just lately, it's just wow. That was one huge question mark for growing up. How the hell did Selma Hayek end up in that movie with them? Like, <laughs> right. How they, back say, they just meet up at a bar and say, hey, I'm making a terrible movie. You want in? We're going to spend a weekend together with all my comedic friends. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, that probably is what they did. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Dean will be there, number one. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know. It's It's been a, again, going through this list, it's just so bad. I've got a, I've got no high hopes for Are you guys it. interested in any of the, like, the, the big features coming out, like the girl with the dragon tattoo or I'm um, actually interested when it comes out right before year end, uh, the mission impossible new one with, really? uh, Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I like all the Tom Cruise movies, but now I hear, you know, they're going to start turning over the franchise to Jeremy Renner and, um, 
Yeah, you're I, a huge Renner fan. Yeah, I'm a huge Renner fan. I, in fact, I just s- saw The Town for the first time today. So, and The part that di- intrigues me about this movie, the, the director. Did you hear who's directing this movie? No. Brad Bird from The Incredibles. Pixar oh, fan. Really? Yeah. really? Yeah, so I, that's very interesting to me. It I don't is. know how he's going to translate to live action, but it's... He did a really good job with Incredibles, and hmm. I really enjoyed Ratatouille and stuff like that. But live action, I don't know. I just wish they'd stop dangling Tom Cruise from things. It's like, can't they do something <laughs> else dangerous? It's just like cliff face, building face, you know, big vault room. It's like, do something else. Wasn't the big tattoo about this, too, was he was like doing all his all his uh, own stunts. Own stunts this time. I don't know. It's like, oh, dude, wow. it's all me. It's all Tom Cruise. Yeah, Simon Pegg's in it. Tom, well, there's a lot of huge names per usual, and yeah, being a giant blockbuster could work out. And I don't know, I this is another one. Oh, I'm just gonna put off till next time. I think. What do you mean next time? Like DVD time? Yeah, exactly. Like I'll I'll will have something after theater where it'll be available, and I I still haven't even seen the third one. I haven't seen the third one. I haven't seen. I don't think I have either. I think that hot chick's in it, though. <laughs> I think there might be a sexually attractive female. Sherlock Holmes, I'm hoping, is pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed the first one. Uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to this one. I kind of feel bad for, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, Numi Rapace. She's like the original girl with the dragon tattoo from the Swedish version or whatever. Yeah. She's in this, and I just feel like she's just going to get overshadowed by Downey Jr. and Jude Law, just like... Uh, What's her face did in the first one? Rachel Dude, Robert uh, Downey Jr. is awesome. Yeah, and they have a great rapport in the first one, and I assume that's going to continue in the second one and just overshadow pretty much any other semi non evil character in here. So she's probably going to get overshadowed by her own movie being remade. That's yeah, that's true. Right around that time too. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I didn't know she bury you under some stars, and we're going to re-release your movie. Yeah. <laughs> That is very interesting. I did not know she. So Rachel McAdams. Oh, Rachel McAdams is in it too. Yeah, I actually out of the blockbusters, I think I'd probably catch. I would definitely catch Sherlock like Holmes before Mission Impossible. And uh, I know you know Muppets wouldn't be on that list. But again, I'd like when I got to the Muppets when I was doing you know research for the show, like I always do, day in and day out. I um, watched. I went to every movie, watched like a trailer to moved on. Then the Muppets, I looked for every fucking piece of video I could find. <laughs> it was just, uh, it's just, the yeah, nostalgia is just all over the place. I can't help it. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing that. I just, can I go see it without a kid? That'll be the big thing. Do I need yeah. the little scapegoat? Well, you're going to be there with a ton of kids, so you might as well just well, claim one as your own yeah. and watch. Just sit next to one of them. <laughs> yeah. hey, pick one up and walk off with them. Just offer that popcorn every so often. I'm, not, I'm a big fan of the Muppets. You're going to love this. I'm so happy you're here. And just... <laughs> you're going to enjoy this. All of you are. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. Oh, my God. I can't, see, I can't wait to see the endless cameos. I hope they're just as cheesy as they were back in the 70s and 80s. I'm sure, I'm sure they <laughs> like were. vendors and stuff like that. Infomercial style will be great. Right. Uh, yeah, there were... <laughs> in terms of the, the blockbusters, I, I hadn't really signed on for any more than the ones you actually mentioned. There were um, one other just big joke which is actually the big year i'm not sure if you guys had put this on your radar at all this comes out october 14th but this is the one jack black owen wilson and everybody's boy steve martin star in just out of everyone out of place comedy three people that are different from each other but all are in like their own kind of crisis and they get oh this is the professional bird watching one right yes what the hell is that spot the rarest birds in north america at like some kind of event thing and it's a contest it's a contest and your hunt of birds yeah and (laughs) i don't i really don't know like kevin pollack Rosamund Pike, Rashida Jones, again, Rashida Jones. I'm, I'm going to claim Rashida Jones if we're going to be claiming today. I might have to do that. <laughs> and Delica Houston. Just tons of people around, and this is the movie they make. Like, I Don't just, forget yeah. Brian Dennehy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Brian yeah. Dennehy. <laughs> he's, somebody's, he's somebody's dad. I think he's Owen Wilson's dad or maybe Jack Black's dad. Jack Black's dad, yeah. And, uh, God, it just looks awful. It looks terrible. And I don't really know what I expect Jack Black to do. Or Owen, like Owen Wilson, I expect better from you. And Steve Martin, you've fallen pretty far yourself. But Jack, if Black- there's a role where someone's like fat, loud, and annoying, Jack Black is probably <laughs> filling that role. <laughs> there are, who's who's the other person filling that role other than Jack Black? Like who's the other guy? Is it uh, is it Jonah Hill? Is that the only other possibility? Like, 
I I don't think he's as obnoxious as Jack Black as Jack Black's just obnoxious. That's true. It's very true. Dude, do you know how skinny Jonah Hill is now? Oh my god. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, he, he has uh he has he's lost. been using the shake weight. Hmm. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> an uncomfortable amount of females have not been using the shake oh. weight so mr josh anything else on your radar other than uh, mission impossible uh well i i suppose i'd be ris- remiss if i didn't um give my wife's uh movie that she's looking it's forward fun. to which is uh the three musketeers yeah i uh yeah. don't they I, already have one of those yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think they've made a couple a couple three musketeer movies you know over the over maybe the a few i've heard of them but, i've heard of them before but christoph waltz is in it and man i would watch that guy read a dictionary so yeah the, i guess he sort of stumbled a little bit in the green lantern he was in but it wasn't his fault right christoph was just green hornet but, yeah. yeah green hornet green hornet yeah oh i thought he was good in it the movie but, just yeah blew. <laughs> yeah exactly like what are you gonna do yeah christoph yeah. is uh is a complete fucking badass that's for sure um i do find it interesting that paul ws anderson's directing it that's gonna be a little uh yeah it's kind of a red flag it'll be, yeah I, i'm <laughs> curious how he got wrapped up in the movie to begin with but i, I don't know it's uh and imagine that mila jovovich is in a paul ws anderson movie. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no joke. seriously like it's gonna be I don't know. Like it seems like it's combat central, which is you know, it's a it's a comedy uh, combat flick. That's cool. All, all action all the time. I can live with that. Maybe a damsel in distress situation. Orlando Bloom plays an asshole. All right, I'm down. <laughs> I'm signed on. I can do that. But yeah, I don't know. Another one where I, I've got a feeling when I'm there thinking about if I'm going to go to the movie, somebody's going to have to coerce me to go see it. But is it? Do you like any of the actors pulling into this, or is it just Three Musketeers combat related? Is that what she said, or did she she see some oh, she saw some beefcake she was interested? Well, no, in? she loves Three Musketeers. <laughs> she she watches every single version of it. Okay. So I mean, I've seen every single version of it too, including that stupid one with oh god, who was Oliver Platt and <laughs> remember where they had where Sting and Brian Adams had that horrible song with Rod Stewart. Where Dude, that's awesome. That sounds awesome. Radio, but... I love that movie. I'm happy you brought oh it god. back. That's great. That's fucking fantastic. Now I'm making myself pissed. I'm not gonna let her see that. <laughs> fucking scientists. <laughs> 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 i'm not gonna stop laughing i'm not done okay um yeah three musketeers and christoph like Christ- if there's no if there's no reason beyond christoph waltz um maybe maybe i'd catch it let's see uh, so but- we were talking about uh, eddie murphy earlier did you notice that he's got a film coming out with uh ben stiller that Tower Tower Heist? Heist? thank yeah. god yeah. thank god is that-, that-, <laughs> that can't be good that's like december right um, eleven four. No, that's 11, not four. December. Mm-hmm. That's November. <laughs> I was wrong. So yeah, it's directed by Brett Ratner, who I don't. Oh god, <laughs> it's it's gonna be a disaster. And yeah, I, he Eddie Murphy just needs to do something gritty and start over, or just stop completely. That's true too. You think he's gonna be terrible in it? I saw. I've only seen the trailers. I just think the whole movie is gonna suck. But you know, that's What's just. What's the me. last good movie that he was in? Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie was in. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> See another boomerang reference on the show. It wasn't me this time. <laughs> yes. Get locked up, man. <laughs> Got a coordinate. Said no more goddamn boomerang. <laughs> What's interesting though. Um, about the tower heist is I haven't seen Bro- like I know Broderick has done you know some movies a lot of voices like he's been doing theater he's a lot too a lot of independent right. stuff yeah. and a lot of independent stuff and I haven't seen yeah, I haven't seen him mainstream in a while so um, I'm I'm sort of interested in how he how he does I've seen the trailer like everyone else and it looks inter- it looks all right but he seems to be like the comedic sidekick almost in this movie um, I'm sure Eddie Murphy will fill a lot of that role too but uh, I don't know very interesting uh, there were a couple more movies that I had uh, jotted down to actually, I guess more like three, but uh, the descendants, which this was going to be my George Clooney pick beyond. Uh, yeah. This like, one's intriguing. And it ended up being <clears throat> pretty much just the story of a guy reconnecting with his family. But I like, you don't, I didn't get to hear, you don't get to see in the trailer, like what's wrong with his wife, but he's pretty much like filling the, your you get the feeling that he's not used to running the family and keeping everyone together. And now he's doing so. And you get, you also learn that his wife um, has I don't know, some condition, but also that he, he finds out that she cheated on him. 
And it's him just putting his life together from that, dealing with his kids at the same time, and, you know, probably, you know, becoming the better person for it kind of thing. And I'm not usually... I'm not usually on to these kind of movies where it's like, just, you know, feel better. You're in the dumps. Everything's going to work out. Okay. Kind of thing. But George Clooney involved seemed kind of funny. And I, I think I could uh, be on board for that. There's not really, the other interesting is there's not any real big names in this. You've got Bo Bridges in it for a little bit. It seemed like Judy Greer and that's it. Like, all right. Matt Willard's in it. He's big. Right. Right. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, like that. That was the other thing that seemed pretty cool. The, the director is what interests me because he did Sideways. Alexander yeah, there's another Sideways one. Yep, that's yeah, exactly. So, but I like that movie. So, I'd be and about Schmidt, which was also a uh, another. I feeling I've got a feeling this is going to be a return to a little bit of the about Schmidt too because it. Uh, I was okay with about Schmidt. Yeah, everyone, I think everyone was okay with about Schmidt. Yeah, that's a good way to be a guy, you know, kind of lost. <laughs> right, exactly. That's, that's his main theme, it seems uh, like. But that would be that would be my George Clooney pick of the year, is is what I'd say. The other one, last one I want to bring up is uh, We Bought a Zoo. This is the next Cameron Crowe movie, James. I know you got to be on board for this, right? I'm not gonna start. <laughs> I'm not gonna start talking about it until you tell me if you're on board. I'm not real excited about it, to tell you the truth. Really? Yeah. Cameron Crowe's strength is. I don't know, music-based, I guess. Um, I don't see where that can tie in with this. Um, I know it's going to have a decent soundtrack, but as far as the movie itself, I don't know. His last one that I saw, Elizabeth Town, was not very good. Although I love Almost Famous, you know, just like Joshua. You know, it's, uh, you know, what, no comment? Come on. No, don't do that. You don't want me to go on that, man. I was gonna I let it there. You just let it lay there. Come on. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, like he's hit or miss with me. So I, I don't know, and I'm not a big Matt Damon fan. So I, I'm not real excited about it. It is coming out uh Christmas time though, December 23rd. So, oh, I mean, I'm in then. Yeah, like if you need to do something on Christmas, it's coming out. But instead of being a Matt Damon fan, could you be a Scarlett Johansson fan? She's all right. Or uh. Uh, back to the comedic side, Carla Gallo. She's she's funny, very very funny person. And going know. back to Sideways, Thomas Hayden Church is in it. I don't really? know. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but there there are a lot of there's some comedic talent here. Like uh, John Michael Higgins, who's been on. He he does like the circuit of shows is sort of what it seems like. But he's a funny guy, and I think uh, I don't know. Just watching the movie, being the story of just pretty much a family renovating a zoo and dealing with uh, their problems one by one. It was, this goes along with my George Clooney pick. And uh, if you can afford a zoo, like you probably don't have that many problems. What's that Josh? You can afford a zoo. You probably don't have that many (laughs) problems. Yeah. You you might be right. You might be right, but they have to renovate it. So you got a feeling it's a pretty, uh, maybe it's just a petting zoo. Yeah. I don't give a shit what they have to do. I know they have a a zoo. They have a zoo. Come on. You don't have any fucking sympathy for me. Were you gonna, were you about to say that Patrick Fugit was in it? Is that what you said? Yeah, he's the kid from Almost Famous. Yeah, he's following uh, Cameron Crowe around. Yeah, but like a like a bad lay, right, Josh? <laughs> or Dean? I'll, I'll laugh at the bad lays. I'll laugh at that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that was that was my list really. Like Muppets is number one. Like if you were picking number one, James, what would you pick? Um. Honestly, it probably have to be Sherlock for me. Really? Yeah. Wow, over Muppets? Of the bromance more than more than the Muppets, huh? I, I'm a little worried about Muppets, but yeah, I, I'm kind of more worried for the Muppets. Really. <laughs> I have a, well, if that makes any sense. They're going to come out here, do their stuff perfectly, and no one's still going to like them, and that's what I'm worried about. Hmm. Hey, we'll like them. That's true. Like it. It's all that matters. Josh, what's your number one? Is it is it uh is it Mission Impossible? Yeah, so, Mission Impossible is probably my. All right, all right. And uh, Dean, out of the ones we've talked about, what uh, what would you? What you're your number one? Uh, out of the ones we talked about, I'd I'd go with the Muppets also, by by a pretty long shot, I would say. That would be the only one that I would be interested in seeing in theaters at all. I think. What about Real Steel? The Rock'em Sock'em Robot. <laughs> what about Footloose? Yeah, Footloose. might never catch that one. God, just. The th- I'm telling you, Twilight? the theme to take away from this, people that are listening, like the movie scenario coming up is just not, it's not good. You can watch Footloose again if you want. You can watch. When was the last time it was good though? Like it's, it's been a long time since I've really been excited about anything. 
I think it's just us becoming assholes, cynical assholes. Probably. Part like, episode on it. We, I, we're all familiar. I was looking forward to Harry Potter. I'll admit that. That was probably in the last five years the only movie I actually was like, oh, I'm probably yeah. going to go see that. And even later. then, it wasn't like a movie season. It was just a movie. Right. Right. Yeah, one movie. It's like, oh, there's a good slate coming out. I'm like, no, just one movie. And that was like lukewarm. It wasn't like I was dressing up as Harry Potter to go see it. Hmm. Yeah, I think no, the I last shouldn't. movie I was like really excited to see were like probably the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, that's what like eight years ago at this point. Right. That's because they're all rehashing and raping my childhood. With yeah. When does speaking stuff. of when does Red Dawn come out? I want to know. I want to get prepared for that because I want to see that movie. I don't know when it's coming out. But when does Battleship come out? Yeah, when does Battleship? Well, Twenty-one Jump Street come out. <laughs> That'd be an awesome movie. Oh my god! No, I think there is. No, it is. There's one. Yeah, there is. Oh yeah. Do yeah. list, like, that yeah, He doesn't know there is one. <laughs> is it out or is it coming? It's out? coming out, and it's got oh Liam Neeson in it. God. <laughs> Wait, awful. let me look. I gotta look this up now. This is gonna watch be the good. teaser or trailer or whatever they want to call it. It's bad. Watch it now. <laughs> oh, now how but. is this happening? How like how do you make a movie there, out of that? I just that's the thing. I've got a feeling. Shoot the things like a transformer that they fight. It's really bizarre. There are so, much, there are so many creative people. Out, like I'm convinced there are a good group of people that are writing just genius, you know, novels, short stories, whatever the hell it is, original things. Even if they're not original, at least they're written in some kind of comprehensive form that's entertaining. And these are the movies we get. Like really? That's because all the genius artistic types know that a bunch of dumbass assholes run Hollywood and don't <laughs> trust to give their shit away. God, man. man. It's killing me. It's killing me. The Muppets is all I get. It's all I get. It's all I want. I will see. Yeah, but... When is that coming out? November 23rd. All right. I can do that. Thanksgiving? Yep, I can yeah, do that. Yeah, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, that's... Hey, just a quick tangent. Have you guys heard about Red State from Kevin Smith? Yeah, also coming out soon. Yep. What, that's, you can is watch that the it one now. he filmed and edited it right away? Yeah, you can watch it now on demand if you have, like, Comcast or something. Some kind that's of cable. Really? That is yeah. interesting. Because he, he distributed it himself, right? Because he, right, yeah. like, at Cans, yeah, he flipped off all the, the distributor right. and everything and said... He, like, bought it from himself for yep. two bucks yeah, or something? For, yeah, for, like, a buck, yeah. That's awesome. But I just I just, just was looking at On Demand today, and there was a, an ad for it with, you know, him saying, you can see it now before it comes out in theaters. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Was, and I think we're going to be seeing more and more of that. Like, not this early, but I'm guessing you could pay a premium to see a movie that's out in theaters on some kind of on-demand system and it's just going to be people are looking for more ways to make money and it's going to become more and more of a i think of a way to do it but i guess i don't like what service was it what on-demand service it was just i, I have comcast so it was comcast. like xfinity right yeah, or right. whatever they're called now so yeah xfinity yeah uh pretty cool though pretty interesting right. and uh, you know kevin smith keep it up at least somebody else is in Hollywood. And that's that keep another voice. It's always a better or a good thing. But uh, right, so wrapping up that shit and putting a new thing on the table. The best thing, really, the Parker Posey play along, the wrap of the show, the awesomeness. This is a question we bring up every week. James had the question last week. Threw it all on all of us, and it was a fantastic question. It was. It really it was. was. A question. Um, and it was. Uh, yeah. Tell me the story of your favorite. And or best use of a movie quote in real life, um, preferably your own use of it, or it could have been anyone's, but uh, that was the the caveat. But James, yeah, yeah, I was excited about this one. I'm like, yeah, I got a winner with this one. I, I was, I even blatantly spammed some friends with an email, like, answer this, and I got a couple of weird <laughs> random responses on the the forums, it's which were a direct five hundred four five hundred four internal error. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Brandy. Yeah, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. It was no, it was it was fantastic, and I guess I, before I get to what I was going to say, what were going through them? What were some of the answers that you liked? Um, my favorite, and yeah, I'm guessing you know Josh is probably pandering to me with this, but uh, he pulled out the the <laughs> Ghostbusters did. one because several Parker Posey play along questions ago, uh, we had the question was which quote would you have wished to have come up with, and I had used that like I would have loved to have busted it out, you know, and used it for the first time. And Josh Ashley got to use the whole, I'm so happy, or I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you, sir, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> it's just, wow, if you could pull that off, kudos, and he did. And yeah. so was that, job, was that the same one where it was raining and that dog came in and hit you in the Yes, neck? it was that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, the same. It was that one, oh, yes. Nice. Just wanted so, to 
I just told that story uh, Friday. Yeah, Friday, I think. God, no, Saturday. Saturday. The dog part? The dog part, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I should mention, because James, I know you don't check Facebook, and I wanted to bring this answer up, but uh, Tiffany on Facebook brought up that her dad, it wasn't hers, but her dad had actually used, you can't handle the truth, not only in, like, actually used the quote, but used it in the courtroom. Yeah, really? <laughs> wow! <Yes>. Wow! <laughs> just, that's kind of ballsy. Is, is he a lawyer? Or did he just go to a courtroom and scream <laughs> it at a judge? <laughs> that's even funnier. Just freaking peanut gallery. You can't handle that. <laughs> Great, like just throwing stuff at people. No, he was involved in the in the uh, proceedings. I know that. Wow. But, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> the one thing I just find amazing, and this actually came a little bit from uh, Aaron's comment about just pretty much saying. Anybody who he's around that says, obviously, you're not a golfer from Big Lebowski, <laughs> like immediately his friend. And I didn't realize, like, when the question, when you brought up the question, I, you know, listening to the tape, I, you can tell I just choked, couldn't think of anything very, very obvious. But it's just amazing how much we just use them constantly. Yeah, just every day. Every day. Saying so. shit. And it usually, it's, half the time, it's to myself. I don't even care. Like, I just sort of want to say it. And see what happens, and see if anyone else says, "Dude, did you yeah. just quote that?" And yes, I did do that. Trolling uh, for the uh, trolling me... for the immediate friendship and right. like with people you don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, and a part of me is just totally curious if you know this is just our group of friends or how widespread this is because I mean it's constant in our circle of you know people we know. Right. right. That's a good point. I think a lot of people do it, but I think it is more constant with us than it would be in uh movies movies are a good 50 percent of my everyday dialogue with you guys <laughs> <laughs> i talk as characters in movies yeah. Yeah. which is both yeah. sad and awesome at the same yeah, time yeah it really is i don't have anything you know, new to say i just kind of and literally i have like a little bit of video game in me too not a lot but just quotes from video games like we'll be getting ready to watch a movie and someone say okay you ready to watch and i bust out there, i'm ready i'm not ready and all that's oh, just that's old school <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so I'm, i got a little bit of a mixture in there but yeah mostly movies speaking of diablo 3 look out it's coming i just, I, I gotta plug diablo 3 i'm yeah. plugging diablo 3 i cannot <laughs> right, coming yeah. soon in 2014 <laughs> it's something that's gonna coming need a lot soon. of plugging oh. release date plus two years yeah. right okay so <laughs> That was that was Jim's question last week. We got to move on to this week, the the better week. No, I don't, I don't have a better one than that. In fact, if we were to pick a question that would have a second week, it would be Jim's question. I'm just gonna say that outright. That's the thank you. Thank that's you. what I'd say. Anyhow, my question for this week: Parker Posey play along. Bring it up. They're gonna answer it. You can answer it on uh, GungiPit.com and also on the Movie Hour page on Facebook. My question is a little more of a it, with the times. I was contemplating the Eddie Murphy pick for the Oscars and I immediately thought who would be my vote for the Oscar host and if I really you know I I don't care all that much about the Oscars but I was sort of thinking about it more and more like who if I was in charge what would I do and then I said you know fuck it I'd actually pick somebody I would actually like and that would make me actually watch the Oscars at least watch me tune in and I like I mentioned before I like Stewart in 2006 but I didn't want to you know in lieu of just picking him again I was trying to think who was like Stewart, who could do a good job of just being that same kind of personality. And I immediately thought of Conan O'Brien, who I've catched. I thought you were on Colbert. (laughs) Yeah, immediately Conan O'Brien. Like somebody that's not, um, that's sort of out out of reach of Hollywood, but so they can be a little edgier without being fucked over, you know, the next day. And also bonus points. Like I think he would get more, more pull in with the young people, which is what they want. And he might be an actual possibility, but um, that'd be my vote. That would be my, and I don't know how, uh, what channel has the Oscars? Do you know, James? ABC usually. Okay, ABC, not NBC. That's the big, that's, that's the, they don't have anything on NBC. Yeah. 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 So yes, that Conan would agree to do yeah, it. Conan would possibly be involved. That's not NBC, I understand. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but that's one thing I was thinking, like, so if you could pick anybody you'd want, if, if it's somebody It'd that. It'd be a lot funnier you... though, if it was NBC and he went on there and bombed on yeah, that would be great. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, NBC. But yeah, it would be interesting to see. Anybody that you th- like, if you, you want to pick them, you know, as the Academy would, like somebody that you think would be good to bring money into the Oscars, or just somebody that would make you more likely to watch the Oscars, whatever you like, 
What would okay, be? so it could be for their benefit yeah, or for my own yeah, person. Exactly. Like, if, if you want to pick them, that would make it interesting. You think they'd be good, you know, with their jokes or with dialogue with the other celebrities? Knock yourself out. Or if you just want to see a pretty face up there, knock yourself out too. <laughs> I was very close to picking one, so I won't. I won't uh, shy against it. But oh, this is a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I think I would. Uh, I think if I if I had to pick one person, I have two people in mind. Both of them are kind of comedians. Uh, but I think I would go with either Norm Macdonald or I'm oh. gonna say. <laughs> stole mine. Oh, you're, oh, you man. can use it. You can you use what? It. No, no, it's okay. No, it's cool. It. It's cool. I'll uh, think of something else. Josh, what, uh, Josh, go. Uh, I think I would go with Craig Kilborn. I think would be my my oh. first choice. Oh. So he's we're going. Yeah. He's been around Hollywood a little bit, but he was never really uh you know more than toe deep. Um, like so, like you say, he's kind of on the outside looking in. I think he could probably pull some shit off that other people couldn't. Uh, hilarious guy had an awesome late night show forever in my opinion the best of all of the late night shows um just an awesome guy i think uh he'd be a great pick for host he's a funny guy he really is i the reason i he's off my radar is because he hasn't existed at all in a while yeah i don't know what he's done in forever really he's done like he's done random cameos and movies pretty much yeah that's like seven we're talking like six movies we're not talking about many so but uh i i, I love craig kilborn i think he'd do an awesome job hosting something like that and it'd be funny at the same time right right interesting so josh you were gonna, you were really gonna pick norm huh i didn't yeah you know i fan just a couple days ago i was um on youtube like i usually am and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um he hosted the first espies i don't know, know if you remember yeah. espn had their yeah and he I mean, they don't even show tape of that anymore because he lit into so many people. And it was, it was, fa- I mean, I was trying to think who would I like to just absolutely tear everyone at the Oscars right. apart? Who doesn't give a shit? Somebody yeah, that really Josh wants to wreak havoc on the Oscars. Norm would have been great. That's a, per- that's a perfect great. pick. Norm McDonald's good at everything he does. <laughs> <laughs> By not even trying. Yeah, that's what makes it good. Except that being like, majorly successful is pretty much the only thing i don't think he really can't like i think he'd rather be what he is right right yeah he doesn't give a shit and it shows and that's what makes him going yeah it's um i was trying to think about that too like i was i was thinking of like smart people like who maybe i just want somebody that's smart and intelligent up there and i think you always just go back to comedy is really how it works but i don't know why like why can't we just have an intelligent conversation about oscars oh yeah because they're a joke i get it never mind <laughs> well, well I'm, I'm gonna mix the, the the two actually i'm gonna go intelligent and funny or at least funny to me i'm gonna go with dennis miller really uh, okay. yeah I like, I've, I like that. i've always been a big dennis miller fan and his iq level is a lot higher than mine obviously but uh but yeah i've always I think he'd do a good job. You know, he's got experience in live TV. Um, I don't think he'd ever get the job, but uh, yeah, I think that's who I'd want. James, if, I, th- uh, I think you, if you read a book like Dennis Miller, you would be just as good as him. I think you would be smart like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not well read. Is that an insult? Okay. I don't know actually. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was actually read him before. You it's just you put yourself so low below Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller's not that smart. He reads a shit ton and just keeps up on everything. Okay, knowledgeable. How's that? Knowledgeable. knowledgeable. Is yeah. that better? Okay. I just don't want you saying you're dumb. I don't like that. Okay. But yeah, if if I was going for the Oscars benefit, I would tell him to go back to what's his face, Billy Crystal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. For my benefit, I would go Dennis Miller. Billy Crystal. It's. I just don't like. I think the... he's just a good mix of the song and dance and comedy, and he hosted it like eight times. So I know they like him, and I know people liked it for a while. So I just. I just know he's good at it, so right. He's not going to um, pull on the younger viewers or anything like that. Right. I was going to say, I think he's sixty-three. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not going to pull on the demographic part, but it'll make the show more enjoyable yeah. at least. Yeah. I uh, I like both those picks. I like all those picks, guys. They're very good, and uh, it was, you know, if you want to pick Eddie Murphy too, I'm not going to stop you. Um, I don't think. If somebody says, "Yeah, my number one picks Eddie Murphy," I'm guessing you run the Academy Awards, and that was your that was your choice. But uh, one thing they cannot do though is the co-host. I don't think the co-host thing works. No, yeah. I agree. If you, get, I was actually gonna say, if you want to do pick a duo, duet situation, knock yourself out. But I, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I was actually, I thought about that because I was thinking, I wonder if they would ever pick two girls to do it at the same time. And I'm like, oh, they'd never do that. It's too, it's too edgy. They can't. Well, they'd, they'd pretty much be forced to make out on stage. Yeah, like, pretty much. Like if they don't kiss, it's. If you what? put two chicks on stage and they're not making out, like you're just going to get booed off the stage. That's right. Plus <laughs> the bangles. I don't give a shit. F already. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, that's the question. If you can pick the co-host for your vote for your the Oscar host this year, any, you know, any year, whatever, knock yourself out, pick whatever you want. And it can be, you know, for your own personal benefit, or it could be, if you want to think what would be a good choice for the Academy Award for the success of the Academy Awards, you can do that too. Uh, the question will be at goingabit.com. Podcast is there too. Also at the movie hour page on Facebook. Um, it's been a crazy, crazy night. Sorry, Jeff couldn't make it again. He'll be back next week. Hopefully James, thank you so much for the input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Josh and Mr. Josh, we'll catch you again soon. It's awesome always having you on the show. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. Thanks. Later, sweethearts. Sweet, sweethearts. <laughs> Take care, everybody. It's been a late night. The Tim Ross Honey Bunny Movie Hour. See you next time. Don't feel too bad. Peyton Matt starting doesn't help. Yeah. You're going to get toasted in pro, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to get toasted. I was like, oh, you're going to get drunk? You know me. OPP. <laughs> wow. Oh, is there parts with Joffrey in the, the first book that you... Yes, there are Joffrey's. Oh, wait until you see him. <laughs> oh, he's just as much of a douchebag. <laughs> oh, they found the perfect actor for him. I bet you he's a douchebag in real life. <laughs> Jeff will not be joining us to do his balls recently being removed. But we do have yeah. oh. <laughs> Definitely say that. <laughs> Rayson will hear that and crack. Oh. Oh. Do that. <laughs> do that having his, I don't know if I can say pelvic, that. his pelvic appendage removed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm typing it, which means I have to say it. Maybe more. And you can be assured that they won't give up until they find what they're looking for. It's a sign. Who's to blame for this? We must find the cop.